I got one quick debate. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Um, both, I suppose. Do you, you? Would you watch it for Christmas? No, I don't like it, so I wouldn't watch it for either. I don't like like scary. the Nightmare Before Christmas? No. You're un-American. You're un-American. Welcome to this week's installment of the Day Drunk Show. Uh, I got two beautiful guests today. Uh, one of them's always here, but he's my beautiful guest anyway. Uh, I'm Gabe, and these are my two weird friends. Hey guys, are we your beautiful uh, guests so. or weird friends? Uh, a little bit of both. We're both. Depends yeah, we're, on. We're both, except I'm not a, go- a guest. I'm yeah, a you're a host. So oh. Gabe's an idiot. He counts as the beautiful friend. Maybe maybe that's what your new introduction should be. Like I can say I'm the host and you're just the, um, the town idiot. I'm the retarded guy. <laughs> I'm the retarded guy who shows up. You're welcome. All right. Uh, we got some super exciting stuff this week, mainly pickums, which Ryan won because, I don't know, he can see into the future or some shit. Gabe's a cheater. Wait, how am I a cheater? I still didn't understand. You tried, 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 tried to sneak it in like, oh, look who won. It was me. No one checked. Were you please. the one that highlighted everything, Gabe? I assume that was you. No, I, so I was just going to let this go under the radar, but it was me. And I was a, and I was an idiot <laughs> for highlighting the wrong things. <laughs> so when who, whoever that was was like, didn't the... Didn't the Buccaneers win or Cardinals win or whoever it was? The Buccaneers. Uh, didn't the Buccaneers win? I was like, yeah, they, yeah, it was the Buccaneers. Who did that? Who was the <laughs> moron that did that? Yeah, no, and it worked I, out perfectly because it looked like Gabe's the one that cheated. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't cheat. That would require me to actually do something. But yeah, anyway, both me and Gabe uh, had five right. Ryan had six right his first week. Beginner's luck. Um, yeah, definitely. Let's get let's get into this week's games. Um, big divisional matchup for Thursday night football. Uh, we have the Steelers at the Browns. Um, Vegas has the Browns winning by three. Um, Gabe, do you want to talk about why you and Vegas are both wrong in picking the Browns? Wait, me and Vegas are wrong. Yes. So, okay, as I say... Remember how you're always talking about how a city can't be right? I don't take advice from cities. This is of my own accord. I think that the Browns are like... Who who fucking knows what they're going to do every week? Like, some weeks they could pull out a game where you're like, they probably shouldn't win that. And then other weeks you're going to be like, man, how the fuck did anyone think this team was going to be good this year? But I also think the Steelers are turning into a huge dumpster fire. Uh, I, I just don't... That whole division is really, really, really bad outside of the Ravens. See, this is where I disagree with you. I think as the season's gone on, the Steelers have, uh, outside of two weeks ago, have looked really good. Uh, They just beat the Rams. Not that that's saying much because the Rams are just a huge offensive upset this year. But um, they also beat the Colts. Granted, that was without Brissett for most of the game. Uh, they've beat 
decent teams this year. Um, so I think that they'll be fine this week. I think that they're going to beat the Browns by probably more than a touchdown. The Browns are just terrible this year. You know, if they beat them by more than a touchdown, I would be immensely surprised. I don't think that they've beaten... Mm, if you take out the Bengals, who aren't really like an NFL team, they beat the Dolphins by 13, which is generous, and no one else by more than a touchdown, besides the two worst teams in the NFL. I but, don't know what you're talking about. The Dolphins are on a two-game win streak. They're going to win out and make the playoffs. <laughs> I just, you're not, we're just going to clarify this. He is not from Miami, but could possibly be high on cocaine right now. I Maybe. can't tell. Okay, uh, Ryan, you oh, have great. the Steelers because yeah. you're in love with them, so. Yeah, Steelers fan. But I live, in, I also live in the real world, like Nick. So their their defense <laughs> has progressed so much more, like, over, over these past few games. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, exactly. it's ridiculous. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick has scored a touchdown in the past two games. Which, I He's, mean, that's more... Dude, Defensive Rookie of the Year for sure is going to oh. him. I, oh, for sure. I can't even think of, like, another name that it would go up to. Oh, for sure. I'm glad we saved and, him from the hell that is Miami. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say, <laughs> what a lucky guy he is. They traded to the Steelers. Yeah, oh I, I mean, think about... So, uh, not that it's, like, a way better scenario, but Kenyon Drake also got traded away. Not, I, not that I... I would rather probably be in Miami if I'm on a losing team than Arizona. Because at least you get to live in Miami, but at least he's on a team competing. potential. Yeah, but was, when was the last time Kenyon Drake ran 110 yards? Uh, I think he ran 110 yards two weeks ago, actually. Yeah, I know. On the on the from... oh, in in Miami, he it's probably yeah. been a it's a long time since anyone's run. Uh, Ricky Williams. <laughs> well, he had some assistance with running, so yeah, some assistance was, that involved some stepping. He was running light, getting yeah. high. Oh, All yeah. right. Uh, next game, uh, we all chose the same one. I think. Uh, yeah, there's no way it's a ten and a half spread. And this is another one that I'm like that. That seems like not a generous enough spread. The Bengals are fucking dog shit. Uh, no, they we, are. They have I their back. The Bengals fan, now. and he essentially is under the same mentality of like old Browns fans. He's like, yeah, Sundays suck. The Bengals suck. <laughs> Life I mean, sucks. <laughs> I, the, the one, the one positive about the Bengals is Mixon. Had a really good, even though they got stomped last game, Mixon had a really good game. What well, he also had 110 yards rushing, didn't he? He didn't have any touchdowns, but he had a, the yards. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mixon looked good. Yeah, he did. He had 114 on 30 carries, though. Like they're putting and. Who gives a running back 30 carries when you're getting blown out? How does that even make sense as a coach? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think so we all know tell. the most important point of that game was Lamar Jackson's spin move. That was probably I actually oh messaged God. Nick as soon as it happened. Yeah, <clears throat> I I creamed think, my pants. I had to go I get new can, boxers. I think you can tell that they were coming off that like high of beating what was the best team in football, the Patriots. Um, the last time they played the Bengals. Uh, have they played the Bengals this year? Uh, nay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a few weeks ago. They beat them by six. Yeah, so uh, they only beat them by October. six. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. So <laughs> they only beat them by six last time, and this time it was uh, pretty much a blowout from the get-go. 
So and then uh, it was well, one of the few games this last week that was an actual blowout and um like this was a really good week of football. Like there were so many oh, like last minute fantastic. drives. Yeah. Um, but this was like one of the two games that was not was the Bengals and the Ravens. And I think you could tell that the Ravens were coming off that high. Um, but that being said, there was no chance the Bengals were going to win that one. No. And there's no chance the Bengals are going to win this one. It So the, their remaining schedule is not that bad outside of uh, one, one game. So they play the Patriots, Jets, Steelers, Browns, Dolphins, Browns. Like that yeah, is, and I think I mean that's as good as it could get. But they're so bad, they might lose out. They honestly no, they could, could go. And could the Jets and Dolphins have, game, yeah, the Jets and Dolphins have both seemed to put it together. So, what do you guys think of the the Heisman package? <laughs> I mean, it's one of the those disrespect winners are RG three. So it's not like it's the best package that's ever been out on the field. Um, but it was kind of cool to see three Heisman winners in the same backfield. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, what did you think about RG3's first pass? <laughs> it was a completion. It was to the it wrong was. team, but it was a completion. So <laughs> every I, I can't get it out of my head now. Because I, I, I didn't know this before you told me, Gabe, the, the quote where he said, I stop a little bit before I go out of bounds to yeah, take the late a, hit or whatever. you're a fucking idiot. Why would you do if that? If you're thinking like that, like – in, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but now you have all these injuries and you're a backup to someone who plays similarly but knows how to slide and knows when to slide and is just plays a lot smarter. It's like, are you starting to get it now? Like, are you starting to understand you could, this is what... You could, you could tell he didn't quite have a NFL mentality when he said that. He was still playing, like, high school ball or something. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's not like a 5'9", uh 160 pound kid running at you anymore it's like big sh- strong guys who get paid to not, yeah. they don't go to school they just get paid to lift play to play football and they're, they're gonna come for you so yeah, just, you're playing you're playing in a whole different like bracket of skill and you have to adjust your game and i think that people like jackson have are able to adjust a lot better than somebody like rg3 who was really good his rookie year because people didn't know how to play that style of football yet. But once they figured him out, he didn't adjust. And that was his uh, downfall. So I just want to like point out just like a few things. So RG3 is 6'2", 223. Uh, and this is as of like his combine stuff. So he's probably uh, maybe lighter, maybe heavier. I'm not sure. Ran a four four forty. Uh, Khalil Mack is 6'3", 251, and ran a 4.65. They are, like, just about as fast as each other, and I definitely would not just slow down and let Khalil Mack hit me as I was running out of bounds. Did you say RG3's weight was? It says on this uh, NFL Combine that he's 223. What? Yeah, I didn't think he was that big, actually. That's a lot bigger than I thought he was. So you're telling me Khalil Mack barely has 30 pounds of this guy? 30 pounds, but, I mean, is just as fast and way scarier and actually that's, good at football, That's crazy too. to me. I would have said RG3 is maybe 5'10", 170, kind of rough. <laughs> yeah, four see, seconds, I was, even 40. 
I was thinking a lot closer to like uh, Russell Wilson's stats. I didn't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's why he thought I, he could get away with it. I don't know. In the backfield, he looked pretty sized yeah. with uh, pretty well sized with uh, Mark Ingram back there, and Ingram's a yeah. big, big dude. So yeah, it makes sense that he's a little bit bigger than maybe what you think he is. But I thought, that's still like he's not somebody. He's a red like he's used to playing red shirt football. Like he's not used to getting hit, especially yeah. NFL hits. Yeah. Okay. So we just ranted about RG three. I don't even. We were talking about the Bengals Raiders games. So I have no idea how we got there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so yeah, we kind of <laughs> backtracked the last week a little bit. Uh, okay. But yeah. yeah. But that's fine, because I kind of wanted to go over some of the shit that happened last week. So it's whatever. No, it was such a great week of football. I, I imagine it won't be the last time we talk about no, it. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. All right. So we all have the Raiders. The Raiders are going to crush the Bengals. That's the bottom line. Well, I don't uh, even know where we ended up. But do you guys have any thought? Is there any way that, that the Bengals beat the Raiders? I would say so. I mean, I, any given Sunday, yeah, there's a way. But will it happen? Chances are no. I would yeah, say that's... if so, the the biggest factor for the Bengals was their offensive line. Actually, I mean, their offensive lines like literally not even a thought in anyone's brain, like how well they're doing or how bad they're doing. But Drew Brees this, is looking at their offensive line just yeah. drooling. La- last, I mean, last week they put they played pretty good. I mean, it, like yeah, just isolated in that week, they played pretty good. Like, good. Yeah, it wasn't Mixon that was like you know just fighting through the the front seven of the Ravens defense, it was their yeah. offensive line setting up plays for him. And which, yeah. I mean, if they can do that, this, this game, the, yeah. the front seven for the Raiders aren't really that good either. They're like the middle of the pack. Yeah. So, so that's all only right. Saving grace. Lions, Cowboys. Um, so historically Cowboys have six shooters and I'm pretty sure I could kill a line with a six shooter. So well, we all have the Cowboys you're... winning. You probably miss all six shots. Um, yeah, uh, all yeah. right. Do you want to go over shooting records? <laughs> You're the shakiest shooter in the whole fucking world. I don't want to hear it. I qualified every time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody would lie in the military. Um, no, yeah. So the Cowboys are going to win this. However, this might be one of those weird weeks where the Cowboys underperform and the Lions overperform, which is why I think that the spread is. Um, fairly low. It's only three and a half. But Um, it is uh, spreads like that are intentional because winning by a field goal or by a missed PAT making it like a three to six point game isn't unheard of. And this way it fucks you out of that like field goal win. I think if uh, Matt Stafford was playing, I would pick the Lions for for sure. I would definitely pick the Lions. No, yeah, same. Definitely. Um, Last week the Lions without Stafford definitely did not look good and i think that uh this week will be very similar and the cowboys are playing really good football right now yeah um, they, they are they, it, they have i think a lot of it has to do with Dak prescott's hips don't lie pre-game <laughs> warm-up um but yeah they play I, I i hate to say it because i don't like the cowboys fans but the cowboys are playing really well right now yeah, I, if you're a Cowboys fan, just remember is every week I hate you. But I will say that his pregame warm-up was like watching an erotic version of the Nutcracker, and I enjoyed it. Oh, for sure. And then, I don't know if you caught it, but uh, Nick Bosa made fun of it. Um, <laughs> I didn't but see it's that. Actually, 
it's actually a pretty common like quarterback warm up to get your like hips um i guess warmed up or I, whatever I need, you want to say um, I know but how you a, get your hips warmed up no yeah that's a completely <laughs> different workout um <laughs> but it it's pretty common and it's funny how things like that like somebody happens to catch it on tape and it becomes like a huge deal, even though like every quarterback in the NFL warms up like that. But everyone but that hates be- the Cowboys. <laughs> that being said, Dak Prescott really added some flair to it. Oh, so. yeah. I tagged uh, our friend from Belize in a video that had Suavemente played over it, and it was <laughs> the best fucking thing I'd ever seen. Me and him used to listen to it in the office like five or six times a day. So, Ryan, what do you have any thoughts on this outside of the Cowboys winning? I just don't want to watch that game, honestly. <laughs> Which is a perfect segue to the next game because I'm actually really fucking excited to see this. As long as Brissett plays, and which I read is like, uh, I think he was still questionable, but there's potential that he plays this week. So no, they've Colts, already they've, Jags. they've announced that Brissett's playing. Oh, he is. Okay, so I checked. Yeah, I checked at like eight o'clock my time, so that was probably way before that. But uh, I think that with Brissett, the Colts, or yeah, the Colts definitely win this game. They they're playing really good football, and it's not like just him. It's like like San Antonio Spurs style, but like football. Like everyone is doing their part and playing their role really well. This was actually the game where I switched um, because Brissett. But yeah. <clears throat> earlier on this week, I had the Jags winning because Nick Foles sure. is coming back. Um. Minshew's but, still going to be there to add his, like, flair, obviously, <laughs> mustache flair. But uh, with Nick Foles coming back, I think that the offense um, sees, like, an uptick. And the Colts' offense, even with Brissett, isn't, like, a high-flying offense. So I think it's going to be, like, a one of those games where it's, like, 20 to 23 type of thing. And either team could win it. But um, good, good. But I think Brissett being back gives the Colts a little bit of an edge. So this one, Ryan actually disagrees because he is on the autism spectrum. But so defend the Jaguars, Ryan. I mean, the, what, like, <laughs> it, so let's ignore Brian Hoyer for a second because you know Jacoby Brissett is coming back. Brian Hoyer did did nothing to help them against He's last week's game against Miami. Yeah, but I mean, Marlon Mack, he what you know he did. Pretty good for a running back, you know. He got four his four yards of carry. Um, That's nothing to just, scoff at, though. Yeah, it's just their receiving core. What their two highest targeted players were their tight ends. Uh, T.Y. Hilton still, well, not he's not out, but he's listed as doubtful, but which means I doubt he's going to play. Uh, Paris Campbell, who's been or, or who was a an effective receiver at the beginning of the season, he's gone. Um, and, and they just don't have anything beyond that. Uh, so it, unless for some, I mean, Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle aren't bad. They're, they're not bad by any, um, stretch of the imagination. They're just not the top tier to take it over the line, you know, to get that 120 yards receiving or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I, I think it's I get just you. not there. Your, your argument is that their receiving depth is not there to maintain. Yeah, yeah. And, and as good as I, I Jacoby Brissett, yeah, like Jacoby Brissett, he, he has like top 5, 10 uh, quarterback stats currently. Uh, if you look at the percentages, not not necessarily the amounts, like the amount of yards, the amount of touchdowns. Um, it, it's just that there's only so much you can do. Like you remember Drew Brees back when he had 
zero receivers. And like, still threw for like fucking yeah, three hundred and fifty. Yeah. A game. So I guess the, so. I guess that does counter my point. It's just Jacoby Brissett is just gonna have a rough he's time. Not, and he's also not Drew Brees. We can. Right. He is a good quarterback. I think he's definitely like a league average, slightly above quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably aided by some like game knowledge that a lot of other people lack. But I, I see where you're coming from. I, I think, think this will be that, a really close and a really fucking good game. Oh yeah, yeah I do too. Sure, I think sure. that what makes Brissett so good though isn't necessarily like his abilities, although they're definitely he definitely has some abilities. Um, but it's his decision making. He's a much smarter quarterback than uh, Hoyer, and I think he's a little bit smarter um, game wise than uh, Nick Foles. Um, so I could, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think Brissett just adds like that extra what the Colts need to win games. Right. Um, so I think this is going to be a close <sighs> one either way, and I so, think that Brissett gives them that little extra edge to win this game. Would you compare him to like an Alex Smith then? Um, like a, I actually I think that's a. I, I said it at first, and I was like, I don't know if I would, but I think that that's a pretty good comparison. I think Alex Smith was. Uh, athletically very underrated and his decision uh, maybe Brissett has more arm strength but decision making I don't think many people uh, he, he, everyone made the jokes about him being like the check down guy but he was uh, yeah, really I, good at I, like I, game management he'd be really good on a lot of teams I think uh, back in his prime yeah, I, I, I would agree with that comparison um, they're both very similar in uh, style of play, other than the fact that Brissett probably has a little bit better um, throwing arm than Alex Smith ever did. Yeah, no, I totally, I and yeah, that would be the one big difference I think between the two of them is that the the deep ball was not there for Alex Smith, and I think that if it had been, it would have been concerning for the rest of the NFL. Uh, so let's get. Buffalo Bills and Dolphins, which is just going to be a fucking fantastic game to watch. But it actually might be. I said that like um, sarcastically, but it could totally be a decent game. Yeah, I, I think it might be uh, a close game. I understand why the spread six and a half. Uh, the Dolphins are coming off that two game win streak. Um, the Bills are coming off of a loss that they should have won. Um. Yeah, so who knows? Like, the Bills' offense just isn't very good. Um, their defense has saved them. Uh, a lot. But but maybe the Dolphins, like, I don't know. The Dolphins can't even tank, right? They're not even going to get the first-round <laughs> draft pick now, or the first draft pick now. So who knows? Like, this is one of those games where it's two terrible teams playing each other off, like two offensively terrible teams playing each other. And it's going to come down to who can score who can score ten points, points instead of six. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we all have the Bills winning, so we'll we'll start it off there. We're all we're all on the same page here, but I think that that's a really good point. It's really who can make it to seventeen points, and you probably win this game if you can get there. Yeah, and you have Fitzpatrick, uh, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were trying to say Fitz Magic. Yeah, Fitz Magic. Totally fucked it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, you have the magic that is Fitzpatrick, um, who could win this game for them. Um, That dude gets people fucking hype. I love that guy. 
no, yeah, he's like one of those like anomalies where he's not very good, but he is good. Like it, it's weird. Um, How many bad teams do you play on? He like he doesn't make good decisions with the football, but like he has that like really good arm. Um, yeah. and he makes like plays happen sometimes, but he also makes terrible decisions. Um, so it's going to probably come down to how many picks, uh, picks does he throw? Um, if he throws zero interceptions, the dolphins might win. But that being said, I think he throws probably two interceptions this game. Yeah. He's like a literate Jameis Winston still really like him though. But, uh, so the next one on here is just going to be heartbreaking to watch. We got Broncos Vikings. Vikings are given a nine and a half spread. It's not, it's not Raiders Bengals, but it's pretty close. And there's one more that's worse, which I'm actually absolutely amazed by. Uh, Nick, you put in the, the spread, right? Uh, yeah. When did you put this in? Yesterday. That is a, one of these is a rough <laughs> spread. We'll talk about it when we get there, but, uh, Vikings Broncos. What? Does, do you guys have anything to say? No, not really. The Broncos suck. Uh, <laughs> Vikings are pretty good. Um, I will. I don't even know what I will do if the Broncos somehow beat the Vikings this week. Like it's just, I don't think the nine and a half spreads. This is my game where I think the nine, the spread is too low. Um, no way the Broncos win this. That's all I have to say, really. All the I have Bron- to say is for <laughs> Kirk Cousins has 26 more completions than Joe Flacco, but 600 more receiving yards. What the fuck is Flacco doing? What does he have to throw to? He's fucking... Okay, okay, but you you can't use that purely as an excuse. Yeah, but are they running slants every play? What's going on there? Like, So here's going to be the best part of this game is that the Vikings are third in rushing. And I'll have to look up who's second because I know that... The Ravens are first, and a lot of that is on Lamar Jackson. So Kirk Cousins is not running the fucking ball. He's not doing what Lamar Jackson does. So this is all on Dalvin Cook. And so they're third in rushing yards, and Denver is 16th in rushing yards. And I think that they're pretty bottom barrel as far as rushing defense. They are about to get torched by Dalvin Cook, and it is going to be hard to watch. Joe Flacco's out now, but who did he have to throw to when he was in? Like, the Broncos have nobody, whereas the Vikings have, like, two pretty talented wide receivers. So they did trade away uh, Manuel Sanders, who's someone I think is actually a really, really talented receiver and a really talented slot receiver, too. No, he looks good with the 49ers for sure. Yeah, like before he got injured. Instantly came in and looked fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get that, but there's plenty of teams you could say the same shit for, and they, they're they not throwing those kinds of averages. Yeah, but I mean, we're comparing the Vikings to the Broncos right now, and the Vikings clearly have a much better receiving core than the Broncos do. Yeah, they're... Wow. They are fucking slim at every position. Jesus. No, it's a very good football team that um, the games that they've lost have been kind of heartbreakers um, against the Chiefs uh, where they missed the field goal and they should have won. Uh, it, it's games like that where 
this team probably won't make it very far in the playoffs, but they should definitely make it to the Super Bowl and somehow probably won't. Yeah. So, I mean, I just looked through the Broncos depth chart and could you imagine being the GM and managing to keep that defense together this long? I mean, you've lost a piece here and there and then you just have this fucking dumpster fire offense. Like I honestly, I couldn't tell you who half of those people who are starting are. I mean, outside of their running backs, Joe Flacco and Corlin Sutton, I don't know who the fuck is on that team. Yeah, who who yeah. was the running back last season for Denver? Was uh, it Philip Philip Lindsay I, was there, but I don't remember if we were. Yeah, I swear he was a backup. So um, Freeman was there last year as well. It was like uh, a running back by committee. They had three of them. I'm blanking on who the third one is, um, uh, but he's obviously not there anymore. Yeah, um, no, he's not. But it was Freeman, and it was um, Lindsay. Lindsay kind of came in late in the season, and yeah, and came in with like a bang too. Yeah, yeah. So we all have the Vikings. Uh, we could already highlight this one in green. I'm pretty sure. Or what colors yeah. did you use last week? Yeah, the what? Vikings are just a team that are a level up. That, that's all yeah. it is. I yeah, mean, they're it's... not the best team in the world, but they're just a level up than the Broncos. So next we have Saints Bucks. Uh, Vegas has the Saints by four and a half. Me and Nick both have the Saints, and Ryan is sucking on that W and stealing crabs legs. What you got? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, that the oh man, I just had the, this game pulled up. Their previous game, it wasn't that much of a difference. Uh, the Saints got smashed. So I mean, if you're low on the Saints, I get that. But I think that teams as good as the Saints, coming off of like just an absolute ass pounding, are just gonna blow out the next people they play. Or if they don't, that means that they really lost some confidence in the game. Yeah. I, so I think that they got rid of. Mark Ingram, which I get Kamara is still there and everything, but he's more of a receiving back. Um, uh, Murray, Murray, Murray is not... He's, he's not a Mark not, Ingram. He's not Mark Ingram, and I don't think that the run game is as strong now, which I think takes a little bit away from Drew Brees. I think um, they're missing a third and, third and short. Is Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. They don't have that, so they're throwing on third and short. All right, but time. Ryan's supposed to be defending the Bucks. We're fucking talking over him. Yeah, so uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he had four touchdown passes in the game, and they're all, you know, medium distance. So that, it's not like he just got lucky with, like, two 80-yard uh, passing touchdowns. However, Drew Brees really – he's not the Drew Brees that we once knew that you could pick every fantasy season and he would be the, the top scorer for that fantasy season out of all positions. He, or, or at least the most consistent in getting um, what his projected points were. That's he, a really it's just point. Yeah, and, and like the fact that Tampa Bay all of a sudden, like, you, you know, the, the, the gears are turning, the gears are turning, but every once in a while they'll click and they'll, they'll drop 47 points in a game. And it's just like, what the fuck? So, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really just picking it because they can do that. I'm not saying they will. All I'm saying is that they, the, uh, the potential Saints won by a touchdown. They won by, yeah, it was 31-24. Like, and with Teddy Bridgewater throwing, like, 350 passing yards and four touchdowns. So what what do the rest uh, of the Saints do? I don't remember watching this game, but the yardage, they had, Tampa Bay had 200 less yards. So this is one where I'm like, well, did New Orleans get far ahead and think like, nah, fuck it, we got this. 
Or I'd actually like to go back and watch this game, like seeing how close it is, because it just like the on paper stats seem very confusing as to how this was a close game. They, so they kind of gave up in, at the end. They, they scored a touchdown. Uh, the Bucks. Oh yeah, they got a touchdown. Third, second, second second touchdown. Second yeah. So this is one of those games where if I was betting it gets the spread, I would probably pick the Bucks. But just straight pick them. Uh, yeah, it's pretty easy. Win. However. I would feel a lot. It's weird. I I agree. I would feel a lot more comfortable with Teddy Bridgewater than I do with Drew Brees right now. Yeah, it's kind of. I feel like in the NFL, it's very much so becoming like a coming of age for like a lot of guys. Like uh, Drew Brees and um in L.A. Philip Rivers. I feel like those are like the last two guys to go from like a whole era of quarterbacks from when I was like growing up. Like these are people who I remember coming into the NFL and looking through here. I mean, I'm just looking at like passing stats. We got Rivers. He probably doesn't have a whole lot left. He's really not the same guy that I remember when uh, LaDainian Tomlinson was there. And then it's Prescott, Winston, Wilson, Rogers, Mahomes, Goff, Kyler Murray, and then Tom Brady. Like, the three of them are probably like the last of an era. Uh, oh, Joe Flacco's all the way down here, but I don't care. He's dog shit. <laughs> he, yeah, the last of his arrow ended with his <laughs> fucking $20 million a year contract at the Ravens. That's, I, I talk about this every now and then. The fact that the Ravens were willing to give him that much money just proves that they, like, at the time, and it happened, like, every year, right? Like, quarterback wins a Super Bowl, gets a huge contract, the rest of the team falls apart, and they're dog shit for a few years. Right. And it was crazy to me that no one else picked up on that, like, dynamic that was going on. It's like, oh, fucking Eli Manning, best quarterback ever. Here's a brand new giant-ass contract, and we suck for five years. Well, it's been more <laughs> than that now, but the the same thing happened with Green Bay. Green Bay probably could have kept that team together after the Super Bowl, but they gave Aaron Rodgers a shit ton of money and then threw it all away. So this is where I think that somebody like Tom Brady, this is, like, late in his career. He has the advantage over somebody who like, who's like Drew Brees, who's always relied on his arm strength um, to like zip the ball in there and get those long passes. Um, it's a completely different style of football than Drew Brees, or I mean, than Tom Brady plays. Tom Brady is beneficial for his age, and I just I'd think that uh, you can tell that Drew Brees is struggling a little bit. Um, under Senator right now. Um, both of their losses this year have come with Drew Brees starting. Um, but that being said, uh, I just don't like the Bucks. Um, they have really talented guys, which is why they get those like weird games where they put up 55 points against the Rams. But um, the Saints are a lot better defensively than somebody like the Rams. So I think they hold him in check. So we were talking about that twenty million. It was twenty million a year, right? And then, uh, who was it? Someone got outpaid after Flacco. But you're talking about like Kirk how Cousins. Tom Brady's Tom Brady's playing style benefits him. His humbleness and willingness to take a lower contract has just like springboarded the Patriots into a place that I don't think they would be without that. Like if Tom is asking to be the highest played quarterback every single year, I would say either the Patriots aren't the dynasty they are or 
uh, they don't keep these teams together. Like either way, they end up not being the dynasty they are. But those are like the two outcomes is that either they get rid of him and they're not the dynasty they are or everyone's proven correct. And Tom Brady is a product of the Patriots are definitely the Patriots are definitely one of those teams where like everybody kind of checks their egos at the door. Um, because when they don't, you get, they get sent uh, to the Browns. Collins, <laughs> who gets sent to the Browns and has to come crawling back. Which, I mean, that's kind of... If you're an organization, I think that that's what I would want to be known for. Like, sure, you're the best person here or there or wherever the fuck you were. But if you come here, you're going to play what we tell you to play. And you're going to get paid what we tell you you're going to get paid. And it's one of those things where like players sometimes are willing to go to play with them for a year or two. Because they know the chances are they're going to go to a Super Bowl. Yeah, at, at, at the very least go. Um, so, <clears throat> me and Nick both have the Saints for this game. Brian has the Bucks. I think it, if my mom is still listening, she forgot what we were even talking about. So, let's get into Jets, Redskins. Uh, it's a one and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I'm fucking... Actually, man, Ryan, we don't agree on shit this week. You have the Redskins... Uh, me and Nick both have the Jets. I think the Jets... Because why not, dude? Dude, the Redskins <laughs> are the... So, the Redskins have the lowest blitz percentage in the NFL. And Sam Darnold, not very good. I don't know if he knows when he's being blitzed or it doesn't. But uh, uh, they have Le'Veon Bell, man. That's going to be my argument this week. The Jets have Le'Veon Bell. The Redskins suck. So, I was looking, I was looking at the spreads this week um, to put them in and uh, the little blip that they have for every game uh, for this game was they started off by talking about how the Jets have the worst win percentage this year outside of the AFC so when they're playing NFC teams um, and then the second half of the blip was that the Redskins have the worst <laughs> win percentage against the AFC teams um, what do I so, do with this information? Yeah, yeah. That's why the spread's only a point and a half in the Redskins' favor. Um, they both suck. Yeah, they both suck. I think that's what we can really like point to this game is that both teams really suck. Yeah, if you want to tune in to two franchises who really don't know how to manage their players, uh, we'll just Albert Hainsworth. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is another good example of this. I Honestly, I'd have been like, nah, dude, you're not getting paid shit. You better prove something. But yeah, how, how does Adam Case still have a job anywhere <laughs> in the NFL? That, and that's what I'm saying. Like, these are, this is just like a perfect example of franchises gone wrong at this point. Like, uh, RG3 was like your saving hope at one point. Mark Sanchez was your saving hope at one point. <laughs> you just, what the fuck? Uh, so, fuck that game. Uh, Ryan, you're going to be wrong. Fucking hopefully. Did you say RG3 was the Jets' saving grace? I thought no, you no, meant no. Geno Smith. Yeah, Geno Smith is your fucking <laughs> Bro. name. You're like, all right, oh, this Mark know, Sanchez Gino guy. Smith is out there winning games right now with the Seahawks, <laughs> all right? He's calling tosses. He's Who getting the ball he... in overtime. Who was the backup for a long time there? Um... In Seattle. Oh, um, like a long time ago? Uh, I would say like four years ago. He sat behind Wilson and a few other guys. And they honestly, I read an ESPN thing that they kept him around because he was like a huge locker room presence and not even because of like what he brought to the field. That's yeah, the guy. there's a lot of people like that. But I want to say that 
Geno Smith is one of those guys. No, no, no. I'm not saying that at all. Not even a little bit. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I was just, when we were talking about Geno Smith being in Seattle, it reminded me of uh, whoever used to ride behind him. But so this game's going to be terrible. The next game, uh, we're a little undecided. Actually, I'm by myself. Fuck you guys. Uh, the Panthers and you're Falcons. An you, dude, you're an idiot. What, on, they what? win. They won Are you picking yeah, the Falcons? one big game that they win, and you're picking the Falcons. Yeah, man. Fucking Julio Jones is a competitor, and he's going to go out every week and try and win. <laughs> and Bro, all right, all right, all right, all right. So here's, here's what I'm getting at, is there's only so many games you can rely on your running back to do absolutely everything. This is my point here, is that at some point it's going to end. And, I mean, they... They lost to actually. They've lost to. Chris McCaffrey's going to get tripped up by the Stonewall defense of the Falcons, right? Okay, but <laughs> I think most people would have said that last week about the Saints and the Falcons. Like, if you're telling me Saints and Falcons are playing each other, I'm like, all right, we got a fucking sixty-five point game. Historically, they've always given each other trouble. But that's so their defense isn't fantastic. They're not doing anything crazy. Um, I really think the thing holding them back is the fact that they cannot fucking run the ball, and they're rarely even in a position where that's an opportunity. So given another team who really isn't overperforming or anything, I, I genuinely don't think the Panthers are all that good. They they beat in the Cardinals. They did beat a good team in the Texans, and then they beat the Jags, the Bucks, and the Titans are like week by week. So I don't really know how to gauge the Titans, but they're – they're fucking terrible at passing the ball. All they do is run the ball. And they Christian if, McCaffrey is probably like their next best receiver. If the Falcons win this game, Gabe, I will PayPal you $2 so you can buy a Red Bull at work. Dude, um, I'm fucking... Because there's no way this the Falcons beat the uh, Panthers. Just no way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like... Bro, you're talking about the team that's trying out Kaepernick right now. You're talking about the, <laughs> well, like that's that's all I that's all I need to say. You like, say that, but I actually wanted to bring that up. But I was gonna wait until we got to the 49ers game. So I do legitimately want to. I he's fucking stoked, and my argument. I hate to argue for Kaepernick because I think that he's kind of a bitch. But so I think that Kaepernick could legitimately start in Cincinnati. Uh, he'd no, be a better he'd be a better backup than uh, old dude in Detroit. Um, I think you could. I wouldn't put him above Fitzmagic, uh, but no. he could play for the Jets or the Redskins. This guy hasn't played for a few years now. Um, when he the last time he did play, I don't think he, he was lost. good. He lost nine straight before he was benched. There's he just no a, way he comes dude, in the league now. It's he, too late. I think that he had a knowledge problem. There was that game that he had more interceptions than completions. I'm not saying he's good, but I think that there's a serious lack of talent in the NFL currently, and he could get some jobs or at least be a I don't know if you've been paying attention to what he's been doing lately. But his knowledge problem hasn't gotten any better. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he went out and fucking let Alex Smith coach him, which is a sh- I have always hated that he fucking took Alex Smith's job because that dude, like, Colin Kaepernick did nothing to get them into the playoffs that year. That was 
all their defunts and Harbaugh. And I would say the first name, but I honestly can never remember which one's which. The 49ers Harbaugh and the fucking... Is Jim the 49ers one? Fuck them for looking the same and having similar names. What the fuck, man? Yeah, Yeah, how dare they be related? Almost like they're brothers. (laughs) They look fucking identical. The only I know I know the one who slapped the Lions quarterback and the one who or coach and the one who didn't slap the Lions coach. Those are the two Harbaugh's to me. You could say that you could say the same thing about the Watt brothers. Obviously, you know who JJ is, but like. Then you the have other DJ, one's TJ, right? That's like stupid. AJ and I always get the Bosa brothers confused too. Pretty much, if you're related in the NFL, I will get you confused. Uh, I think that the Matthews look a little bit different. I saw like a family tree because like his great great grandpa played in like 1904, and just the whole fucking Matthews family has played, and they don't look as similar, but they got some wild hair. So, but, uh, and then you have. Actually, do you remember what? when the Packers had Clay Matthews and AJ Hawk? Yeah, those two yeah. motherfuckers looked related. Yeah, they did. Uh, but what were we talking about? Football, Panthers, Falcons. You guys are both uh, fucking wrong, bro. The Falcons fucking win. I'm buying a Red Bull on your fucking money come Monday. Yeah, we'll see. Can't uh, wait for Christian McCaffrey to run all over the top of the defense, <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> All right, you guys are both wrong. Yards. Let's go. Texans, Ravens. Uh, Nick, you have the Texans. 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 Have you guys played Tekken? What was the last Tekken you guys played? I don't know what that is. The one where I was Lamar Jackson and ran all over the Texans. <laughs> yeah. Lamar Jackson is going to Tekken the Texans. So, Nick, how the fuck do you stop him? You don't stop him. Uh, you stop the rest of the team around him to where all you have to do is worry about one player on that team. Um, but the the defense of the Texans isn't what I'm betting on. It's definitely the offense of the Texans that I'm betting on. Um, the Ravens don't have a very good defense this year. This is probably going to be um, a high-scoring game. I don't know what the over-under is for this game, but I imagine it's pretty high. Um, I, I just think that the Texans outlast um, the Ravens. The Texans have way more uh, do you, do you talent have on offense you right now. Uh, no, I don't have the spread up. It's, I mean, it's, I have. It's four and a half no, for the Ravens, which is I think that that's that's a generous game. I think that if you put these two in a, a shootout, I still think that the Ravens win. Uh, no, see, I disagree. The Ravens have relied solely on uh, Lamar Jackson running the ball. Those are the games where they win. Um, the rest of the team does nothing around them, other than that first week when they played the Dolphins. Uh, so if you can somehow keep Jackson from getting those weird 50-yard runs with spin moves, um, I think you beat them. Um, but like games where they play the Patriots, the Patriots don't have a good offense this year. Um, they no, rely on their defense, and if you can figure out their defense, and you can cause teams like that, like the Patriots, to commit penalties, you win games. Um, but the Texans are a different beast. They have a really good offense. You have Watson, um, who probably won't have to worry as much this week about pass rush that he uh, normally does, uh, and you have really good wide receivers in Fuller and uh, Hopkins. So I think Watson wins this game over Jackson. So, I mean, 
I agree that they are relying like very heavily on Lamar Jackson. He has 2,700 yards. We got, uh, what is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games left on the year. And this man has 2,700 yards, uh, all purpose. But I mean, it's, I think that their running game is actually what's making it so hard because sure you can say that, that he, they're relying a hundred percent on him. But, uh, when Cam Newton came into the league, there was a lot of trouble guarding him in like the read option. And I think the same is true for Lamar Jackson. And what's even more true is that Lamar Jackson doesn't lose confidence getting hit. And he has, he's really good at throwing the deep ball. I think that that's part of why they're, they don't need to pass the ball shit ton. They get into striking distance and he can throw like an absolute strike from 40 yards to Hollywood Brown, or he can run it in and absolutely make your entire defense look foolish. No. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like you're going to probably have to keep East by him a lot, but um, people like Brown, they're pretty small dudes. So if they, jam them at the you, line. If, if they beat you speed, yeah, they're going to get those weird random 80 yard touchdowns um to complement the run game of jackson but teams have been stopping uh, mark ingram for and edwards from running the ball and uh unless they have their heisman backfield in every single down i just don't <laughs> see so i'm looking through that their their schedule up to this point and it's a super hard team to read because so they lost to the Chiefs, which actually was like an absolutely fantastic fucking football game to watch. This was, uh, I can't wait for the playoffs. I think we talked about it last week after we'd recorded, like, with a healthy Patrick Mahomes, the playoffs in the AFC is going to be a fucking blast to watch. Um, but so, they smashed the Dolphins. No one gives a fuck about that. They beat the Cardinals. No one cares about that. Super close game. They lost to the Chiefs. But then they get blown out by the Browns, which is super weird. Barely beat the Steelers and Bengals. Uh, pretty handedly beat the Seahawks and Patriots. And then no one gives a fuck about the Bengals. We already talked about that. Uh, so, I mean, I think that their real tests are coming up. The Texans, Rams, 49ers. Uh, these next three weeks are going to really decide how actually good this team is. Um, what do you think, Ryan? The, I mean, the Ravens defense has done much better than the first four or five weeks of the season. I mean, just last week, they absolutely destroyed who they play against. The, I mean, I guess it was the Bengals, the Bengals but like, yeah. they admit they're like, it's yeah. not, it's not that they just <laughs> held their own and stopped them on the yardage. They were getting turnovers. They were getting sacks. They were they're like, they they were pressuring them. You were uh, playing even with the, with, their offensive line backup, and running back with a backup quarterback. I, I mean, that, that is true, but like they were even, pressuring that offense like to stay out of the red zone it, it's extreme like it's one thing to beat a team by a lot of points it's in it's very extremely difficult to do to keep them out of the red zone uh what they got there like one or two times that game which uh, i mean like that's that's harder to do than to do a shutout in my opinion um so uh, i would rate the david i mean the ravens defense is rated six o- overall right now so, yeah, uh, so they're, they're just going to uh, put up much more resistance against the Texans than what you think. Their secondary isn't all that good, which doesn't bode very well for right, them. Yeah. They okay. have been yeah. absolutely shutting people down in the run. And 
uh, we've talked about it a few times. I think once you totally shut down one aspect of a team, it becomes so much easier to guard the other one. That being said, Deshaun Watson is another mobile quarterback, so you really still he he always has the opportunity to get that third that first down. Uh, but let's go back to all right. So me and Ryan have the Ravens. Nick is going to be wrong. Oh. Yeah, no, it makes be wrong. You got the Texans. Yeah, I mean, it is possible that uh, DeAndre Hopkins has another two hundred yard, two touchdown game. Like yeah, no, totally. Season. I just, but I, but yeah, I legitimately but even if you stop him, you still have Fuller. You still have pretty good tight ends there, and you have Deshaun Watson who's throwing yeah, Fuller's, touchdown Fuller's passes. Fuller's 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 one close if he gets kicked in the face. He's had one fucking good game all year. I picked him up. Fuck Will Fuller. But let's get into what I think is absolutely insane. So. I kind of – no, I don't. I don't understand at all where this is coming from, so we'll go to it. Uh, the line for this Cardinals 49ers game is 13 and a half. That's, yeah, why – No, what do you there, see? I, I, there's no fucking way. They, so the only team to cover that against them the whole year, including the Ravens, is the Saints. They're, they have gotten beat by more than 13 one time – oh, no, Saints and the Seahawks, sorry. Um. Oh, and the Panthers. Damn, they fucking sucked the the beginning of the year. Uh, but I just they just lost by three to San Francisco the other week. I know it was the fucking hurricane game, whatever. Uh, that wasn't the hurricane game. Oh, was that the Redskins game? Yeah, that was, that was the Redskins game. game. This was a normal. Oh, that was a like, Thursday game. night game, though. Yeah. And I think Thursday night games are always a little weird. I don't. There's. 13 and a half is a shit ton to have a team by. So I don't know, man. I, think I know that, that the I think 49ers are actually 40. averaging that. They're averaging 14 and a half for if you're just going points for points against. But I don't think the Cardinals are that fucking bad. No, I think that the Cardinals are better than what their record shows. Um, they lose games close. And they, they started really slow, man. Um, yeah. But they have a really tough schedule, so the Cardinals are a non-factor. Do I think that they beat this spread? Um, yeah, okay, I, I want to... I, I think that I could easily see the 49ers winning by two touchdowns. I don't know. I think that... So the 49ers winning, we all... Ryan, do you, it, is there, you, you agree, right? The, the Cardinals defense is twice... Looking at the stats, twice as bad. Twice as bad yeah. as the so they're, uh, San Francisco defense. But in the last few weeks, the Cardinals have like, I mean, I would say from like week five on, the Cardinals have been a totally different team. Oh, sure. And it's just, I don't know. That's a huge spread to just be throwing out. And you said that you did this on what, Tuesday? Uh, Yeah, yesterday. That's a big fucking spread. So I think and, the reason why the spread is so big is Vegas is being smart. Um, they know a lot of people, uh, I think the spread was less. Shit. If, if they would probably lose a lot more money, uh, if, if the spread was less because people would bet for the 49ers and the 49ers would win, um, with the spread being that the 49ers have to, uh, win by two touchdowns. I think you're going to see a lot more people bet the Cardinals. And I think that they will lose that bet, you think, um, they more times by two than touchdowns. they win. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they so, can. And here's the the reason I think this is so crazy is do you think that the 49ers are that much better than the Cardinals compared to the Raiders being that much better than the Bengals? I think if you flipped 
the 49ers spread with the Raiders spread, I would agree with both of them more. Um, I think the 49ers no. winning by 10.5 is way more reasonable than the Raiders winning by 10.5. So despite that Thursday night football game, I think that the reason why this spread's a lot better, um, or a, lot, a little bit higher, I should say, uh, yeah. only three points higher, um, is because the Raiders, despite how they played last week, they do not have a good um, defense. And spreads are determined more by defenses than they are offenses. Um, so despite how good the Raiders are offensively, they're not very good defensively, which gives the Bengals a better chance to stay in the game, whereas the 49ers so, are a lot better defensively than the Cardinals are defensively. Okay. So, uh, Ryan, you picked the 49ers to win this, right? Oh, wait. Yeah, no, no, we, we all yeah, we did. all did. We all did. But so... Do you you think that there's no way the Cardinals win this week? No, but I mean, agree. I agree with you. The spread of shit, like it might be seven point five or six point five. Like the it's the Cardinals have definitely are 10. are starting to find who they are. Like at the yeah. beginning of the season, they, like they were lost. Like David Johnson fucking tanked. Like and they were just lost. Like then uh, what are we? I mean, I think um, fucking Kenyon Drake, his performance helped them. A little yeah. bit like he might not he's not probably not gonna do that every game especially with like the offensive structure and, and the line that they have defense. now yeah uh but like and their yeah the fact that their defense stays on the field for fucking point three point three seconds before they give up a touchdown so that's, like it doesn't help the offense at all yeah i don't know i think the spread is what's so crazy to me there's i they don't beat them there's there's just too right. much of a gap there and kyler murray i think that he has improved greatly from the beginning of the season to now he still has one huge problem is that he gets a lot of balls batted at the line and that's just like a fucking dead play like as soon as it happens it's whether the play was there or not like you just didn't have the physical means to get to it and that's it sucks seeing because i think he's actually a pretty good quarterback i think fantasy wise he's like top five top ten so i just looked up the spreads um they changed two hours ago uh but it hasn't changed too much. It's the 49ers by 11 and a half now. It's still uh, the biggest spread of the week. Yeah, um, you're just making sure they cover it. You're going just above that 10, but um, it do- really, in terms of scoring, that doesn't change a whole lot. Wait, what was the game at one point this last week that was 9 to 9? Someone got a sack. Was it the Browns game? They got a sack uh, and made it a nine to nine game. I'm pretty sure it was the Browns game. Are you talking about a safety? Yeah, a safety. Um, they got a safety and turned fuck. it to nine to nine, and that was, was amazing to me. Fuck. I'm pretty sure it was. Hold on, I'm gonna open this up. But all right, so we all have the we all have the 49ers. Um, it's it's pretty easy to bet on that one. But it was the Rams and Steelers. The uh, they got the safety and tied the game. Was it? That was I, fucking cool. I believe. I like, that would, I, I, dude, I, I swear it was. Okay. So, all right. I'm going to get into this next one. I'll look it up while we're going over it. But Eagles, Patriots, and fuck, this is going to come back. You haven't uploaded our midseason from last week, right? Or did you? It, so the midseason was two weeks ago. Last week was NFL refs. Yeah, yeah, mid-season yeah. Midseason uploaded. 
Oh, so the midseason is uploaded. It's the NFL refs we couldn't get. Right. But midseason okay. was two weeks ago. So I said it when the Patriots lost, and I'm going against it now. I don't give a fuck. That whoever they played next is going to get fucking crushed. Because they're coming off of a we loss and then a bye week. But I don't give a fuck. The Eagles are winning this game. They're going to fucking blow them out of the water. It's not even going to be close. No one's going to. You're going to turn this game off at halftime. Mental illness is rampant in the Air Force. (laughs) So I do think that this game is going to be close. Um, I don't think it's going to be a very high scoring game um, because the Patriots defense is really good and their offense isn't very good. Um, But I think that the Patriots having that bye week after their loss is really helpful um gives them two weeks to correct their problems and most of their problems against the ravens were mental mistakes um they had a lot of penalties um bill belichick (laughs) doesn't tolerate penalties um so i don't think i think this is one of those games where the the patriots might have zero penalties and they win the game because of that so I think if we're I'm, underrating Brady a little bit, like saying that their offense doesn't do shit because out of all the teams I've seen so far, uh, on average, so it says the Patriots on average get 30 points per game. I'm not saying it's entirely their offense and good on Brady because obviously the their defense has scored quite a lot this year and special teams, like they've been doing a pretty good job. Um, it's, it's just like it, for uh, his yards, he's thrown 2,500 yards this season, which is more than Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson or, uh, I mean, but not I guess more total, not more total yards than them. So I want yeah. to point that out. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he, you know, Tom Brady is always just going to be Tom Brady. It's just for overall the game, Eagles and Pats, the, you're, the Eagles are not going to somehow figure out the defense. Like there's no way. Like no, what, what, no, what yeah, star so receiver is, is on the Eagles. That's going to figure uh, out their second uh, no, they're gonna have Nelson like, Aguilar. Have, like, Come on, dude. They're gonna have balls <laughs> that are dropped right in front of them that they don't even try to catch. Um, All right, that's so what they do I'm picking the Eagles out of a hope for an upset and just they're some fucking get. some Super Bowl leftovers. You know? Come I'm on, I'm surprised man. your fantasy team isn't entirely Eagles. You're that type of fan. Nah, I would never do that unless it didn't matter like our other league. But so okay, so here's my legitimate concerns and reasons I think that the Eagles could lose this game. So number 1 is that the Patriots are terrible at running the ball, uh, statistically. And uh like paper statistics only say so much about a football game. So the Patriots are 7th in passing yards and for a long time now they have supplemented a run game with a super short pass game. So in a lot of situations where a team is trying to run out clock, they're going to run the ball, right? They're going to throw in their heavy package, their eye formations, and they're going to try and just run it up the middle just to burn clock. The Patriots don't do that shit. They, for quite some time now, they go into like a four receiver package and they're going to let Tom Brady throw these three yard passes and it's going to do the same fucking thing. Uh, and, and as we've already pointed out they so passing yards, I think is another stat that's skewed. I don't think they're that bad at rushing and I don't think they're actually that good at passing, but they supplement one with the other. 
they score a shit ton of points. I still don't think that that's because their offense is that good. That's their defense putting them in fantastic positions or scoring themselves. Fuck it. And I do think that their defense is that good. Um, but fly, Eagles, fly, dude. Fuck it. They're going to fucking win. You guys are retarded. Yeah, we're the retarded ones. <laughs> the most childish our, way to end that. <laughs> yeah, our, our, we have like sound reasoning. Yours is fly, Eagles, fly. But we're All right. the retarded. Wait, wait. I also want to point out that it was the Browns game. So the Browns, Bills, uh, Baker Mayfield got sacked in the end zone for a safety and put it at 9-9 in the third quarter. And the Eagles are going to win that game. So let's go on to the next one because you guys are idiots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, and so I actually think the three and a half spread is crazy. Uh, it's way closer than I would expect Vegas to make it, but especially given Bill two weeks. Uh, next game is the Bears and Rams. And Ryan, you're going to go ahead and take this one home. What, what's going on here? Bears and Rams. What did I pick? The Rams? Yeah, yeah, well, we all we, we all, all picked the Rams. We all picked uh, I thought I thought you were singling me out for a second. I was like, "Hey, you little fucker! You explain why you pick different than us. Explain why you're different than us." I, I I mean, it's just like the Bears. It's the same reasoning I gave with the the Vikings. The Rams, uh, even though they're not doing that great, they're five and four. I mean, they're just a tier above, I believe. Is there uh, a quarterback uh, named Mitchell Trubisky? <laughs> no, they're probably gonna win. Bro, that are you guy. talking about former Pro Bowler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one and am i stupid has he played the entire season or not no no, no he, uh, he was out i thought he was out for two games i'll pull it up because because uh, he has half the yards of jared goff <laughs> well that makes sense he's half the player what do you want he has half yeah, the yards. Like... <laughs> the only saving grace is the bears defense Against the Rams, like if if fucking Jared Goff and like Todd, if Todd Gurley and Jared Goff both like play bad, like the Bears defense could take advantage of that and keep it a low scoring game. It's just up to the Chicago Bears to get into the red zone so they can fucking kick field goals the entire time. This is, so he this didn't is play one of the those. he didn't play the Lions game, and he didn't play the Oakland game. I guess and it says he didn't a lot play the Vikings game. Yeah. I guess it says a lot that you don't really notice when he's not in. Bro. Like, and, yeah, that's not good. But so, and the thing that I always like, uh, was it Rex Grossman that went to the Super Bowl? That won the Super Bowl with them, right? Rex Grossman Ooh, is a Super Bears? Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, see, you're fucking amazed by this. That was the year that Devin Hester ran that one back. It's fucking oh, yeah. crazy to think about, but Rex Grossman is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. What the fuck? I mean, I guess like I wouldn't. I would think of like Brian Erlacher before Rex Grossman. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking crazy <laughs> like, to think what about. The but fuck? that dude has a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback. Look at how far the Broncos made it with Tim Tebow. Like, it's just one of those things where like. Oh. Just because you have is, a lousy quarterback doesn't mean you're a terrible team. And just because you have a really good quarterback doesn't make you like a really good team. No. And so this is my favorite thing. I absolutely love Peyton Manning. I loved him the whole time he was in the NFL. I absolutely loved when he went to Denver. But the year they won that Super Bowl, and this is the worst part about it, is that they were a what I personally feel like was a better team before that. The year they won the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning got straight up carried to that shit. And 
I think Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback ever. I'd, I'd be willing to argue this with anybody. Uh, but the year he got that Super Bowl with them, that defense did everything that Peyton Manning had done the rest of his career and drug his ass across the finish line because he was not having a good year. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it, just, it shows you that like you can have somebody like Peyton Manning who throws up incredible numbers year after year um, other than his rookie season um, and only have two Super Bowls out of it. Yeah, and you have somebody who like isn't very good, like um, what's his name, uh, Kaepernick, who has a Super Bowl, and it makes no sense. Yeah, because it, you're it's just looking at it as one player as opposed to teams, and that's what a lot of people like. Whenever they bring up Kaepernick, and they're like, "You should be in the league. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback." It's like, no, you got to look at the entire team. Like, you can't just point to one player and be like, "He's the reason why we won a Super Bowl." Yeah. No, I, uh, oh, wait, no, they lost that. Uh, wait, 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 wait. They lost that Super Bowl to Peyton Manning. Why did the I? The Bears? Yeah. Yeah, the one where Hester ran it, ran it back for, was, uh, that was the, that was the opening play, right? Yeah, that was the opening play of the Super Bowl. They lost that game. So they did, but still, the point is that Rex Russman made it to a Super Bowl. But, what, how the fuck? And, and it's like we were talking about. Like it, it, it's not so much. And I, everyone says it, man. Defenses win championships. The Patriots are sure that they had a slip up against the Ravens, but we just talked about it. You guys don't think that their defense is that good, and we all agree that the Patriots' defense is that good. And that's how you get there. I honestly, when the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, that was like, legitimately, in my viewpoint, it was pure fucking willpower and. I, I think that the Patriots were so used to being there and they're like, we're, we're going to win this. That, and they didn't have that same mentality the Eagles have. And that kind of shit, I think, happens in the NBA a lot more than the NFL because it's so much rarer to get there. But um, I think I think that the reason why the Eagles won is because they were able to pull out the Philly, pull, pull off the Philly special. Philly, Philly. And Tom, oh. and Tom Brady was. And that's, that's the best part is that Nick Foles made the catches that Tom Brady – could but in like in all seriousness, if you're in that position in the Super Bowl against a dynasty like that, who the fuck calls a trick play pass to your quarterback on fourth down? That's that's the most big ball shit I've ever heard of. And Nick Foles is the goat, dude. No, so speaking of like how good defenses are and how defenses kind of win championships, uh the Patriots, uh, they would be, if their offense hadn't scored a single touchdown. Defense, if they're defense. Or are you no, going, with how many no, points if their defense has scored? So, yeah, so if their offense hadn't put up a single touchdown this year and they had to rely solely on their defense, they would still be, uh, they would have four losses right now. And that's insane to me. Holy shit, dude! You would you would have a four and one team, or I mean, sorry, a five and four team without their offense ever having scored a touchdown. <laughs> and that's so. Um, I think we talked about it, and a lot of their offensive acquisitions this year have been in lieu of like, all right, we can stop all these teams, we can do this, and we can do that, but it's like. 
are we capable of not only stopping these players? Because Bill Belichick's not looking at the regular season. He doesn't give a fuck. We all know that. But it's like, and now the shift is a little bit different. It's like, can we stop the Ravens from scoring? Uh, and I think he looked at that Chiefs team from last year and was like, we have to be able to not only stop them, but potentially outscore them. And this year it's looking like they are capable of stopping just about anybody. But their real fears, I think, are Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. And it seriously, dude, I the AFC playoffs is going to be a fucking blast. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, and with that said, we have a AFC West divisional matchup on Monday night, I believe. And yeah, we have they are playing in Mexico. So the best part of this matchup is that Nick spelt the Chiefs correctly this week. So <laughs> I think that that's the only reason he picked them. He was trying to. He was troubleshooting and fucking trial and error how to spell it. He spelled Chiefs right and picked them. Uh, Ryan, yep. why the fuck do you think the Chargers can beat the Chiefs? I mean, at the beginning of the season, they looked really good. Um, probably, like, I mean, definitely, like, right off the bat, playoff contending team. But it's just slowed down a little bit. Um, Melvin Gordon's kind of back. He's not, like breakout season back but he's good enough um he's definitely better than whoever the hell the chiefs have i don't even know off the top of my head who is it damian williams lashawn mccoy and i can't Uh, they have a third guy in there yeah lashawn mccoy yeah hey 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 and they have fucking the kool-aid man himself andy Reid, bro don't you talk down on that (laughs) i I was just saying lashawn mccoy but i mean uh, the chart the chargers are dead like they're a team who know who they are and they definitely have playmakers in it. I mean, they're not like de- they don't have anyone I would consider top tier. Like Ke- Keenan Allen's really good. I wouldn't consider him the best receiver in the NFL at any point in, in his career. No, but, but he is. Uh, I would say he's he's been like when he's healthy, like a consistent top ten receiver. Ooh, I would, yeah, like if he went on the free agency tomorrow, no, he stays no more than a day in the free not agency. Getting- not getting yeah, he, he's probably one of the most consistent. Like that, that's what the Chargers have. They have consistency. Like, no, I mean, Bates, besides baby. Melvin Gordon, like Philip Rivers, like he's not great, but I don't think I've ever seen him throw for like double digit yards and four interceptions. So like he, he, yeah, he's man. just going to be a solid quarterback. He's definitely going to be a solid team oriented quarterback that's going to throw the passes to where the where the strategy tells you to throw it. And Keenan Allen's gonna be that receiver that always like you know gets six target or six uh, yeah targets in a game or at least, and then make you know at least two of them receptions for around fifty yards a game on yeah. average. Not saying every game, but I, like they just have a more solid team. The Chiefs are kind of in disarray. However, I mean they they have a huge ceiling. Yeah. So. They- Dude, we've talked about it. Their their red zone is from like the fifty yard line in, yeah. um, and I think Keenan Allen is a. I would say the next wide receiver that I would compare to him, although I think he's a little bit better in a lot of aspects, uh, but very close in terms of style is Mike Evans. I think Keenan Allen and Mike Evans are good for the deep threat, and they're super big, hard to cover guys. But we are going to take a quick commercial break. So you guys can hear from our sponsors. And Nick's going to make up a new ad for us. Gabe, this is the last thing that we're talking about. Why are we taking a break right now? Hello, loyal listeners. 
Nick here once again to tell you about our favorite non-sponsor, Nair. As you know, Nair is the hair-removing elixir that leaves your body silky smooth. Why take all day shaving that pesky body hair when you can eliminate it within a few minutes using Nair? As always, Nair is not an official sponsor of the Day Drunk Show. Do not use Nair on your balls, taint, or butthole. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to our weekly sponsor, uh, which is really nobody, but don't nair your butthole. Uh, It's going to be nair, probably. Yep, nair. It's always going to be nair. We don't have any fucking sponsors. So uh, Ryan went over why he thinks that huffing paint is good and the Chargers are going to beat the Chiefs. Uh, I think there's no fucking way. The Chargers are – I think they're they're one of these scenarios where they're worse than their record proves – and me and Nick both have the Chiefs. Vegas has the Chiefs. And as I always say, don't fucking take advice from cities. But Nick, do you do you have anything? Do you have anything to add for why the Chiefs win? Um. So, if anybody has listened to the last three weeks uh, worth of pickums, I have had the Chiefs losing. I think um, every time except for last week, and I was wrong. Uh, I think that the Chiefs are probably the most overrated football team. Um, Mahomes is not that. healthy. Uh, he should not be playing. Um, they should give him a little bit of a break so that he can fully heal. Before, even before his knee so, injury, he was playing with think, an ankle injury. Do you think that they're not giving him time to rest because they're afraid of the Raiders catching up? Or do you no, think, I don't that think they, that's they want him that. to be so in I there? Don't think, I don't think that's the case. I think they just want him to be in there. Um, Selling tickets. I mean, who wouldn't? He's Mahomes. Yeah. But you had Matt Moore win a game two weeks ago. So it's not like he can't win games. Um, but yeah, I think their their defense isn't very good right now. And I think that they are severely overrated whenever Mahomes isn't 100%. And he's obviously not 100%. Um, okay. yeah, but yeah. That but you being, I just want to point this out that you picked but the that. Defense. All being said. I think that uh, Chiefs beat the Chargers because uh, the the Chargers aren't the Chargers are one of those teams where they they have those surprising weeks. I compare them to uh, the Bucks in that aspect, okay. where every now and again they pull off one of those wins that ever, nobody saw coming. Um, you don't, think and that, I guess if they do that. pull off a win, it'll be Ryan seeing it coming this week. But I think. Uh, the fact that they're in Mexico, the field's probably not going to be the best conditions. Um, I think that the Chiefs pull one off, but it's going to be a super close game. Have you not seen the field that they're going to play on? It's in. Uh, uh, they're, playing it in, in the Azte- they're playing in the Azteca, right? Uh, I don't know. I just know historically, every single year that they play in Mexico, there's always field concerns. Well, it's probably because the field is made of cocaine. No, but so, I'm gonna. Like, I'm gonna pull it up. Like, I they're definitely their nicest is. stadium because their their uh, national uh, soccer is team that plays where there. The, the football team plays. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, uh, the, the only field yeah, like it's, it's concern it's, it's, I can remember is everyone was hitting like seventy yard field goals because the elevation was way above anything else that uh, any NFL I, team has ever been. So, at. so last year they almost canceled the game because. Every both teams 
more worried about the field conditions. Um, really? And, and then up Who the, yeah, played they were there like, last year? Was the it NFL, the Raiders? I think they, uh, yeah, it's always the Raiders. Um, I don't know who played them, though. Uh, okay. This is like the first year that hasn't been the Raiders that have played down there. I think um, I kind of because they actually they have a new like I think the Chargers are getting those games that the Raiders used to get because they're worse. Uh, <laughs> they're they're, they're terrible and they don't really have like a really good home fan base. Yeah. Um, like I saw earlier in the year there were rumors about the Chargers going to L- or going to London. Um but yeah. I think that even if the field conditions are the best field in football I still think that the Chiefs pull this out because the Chiefs need to win. Um, and you could they say do. that the Chargers need to win too, but I think that the Chiefs have a little bit more to prove this week than the Chargers do. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with most of that. I just think that it's, it's actually more of Ryan's point for a few of the other games is that I legitimately just think that Kansas City is a step above them in terms of like actual skill. Uh, but just to wrap this up, And then uh, we got some other shit to talk about later on. Um, I think that the Chargers do. They are one of those teams with just like a terrible home field advantage. And I think that this is one of those situations where it's kind of taking a play out of like the NBA's book. And I think that maybe going to one of these small market places who doesn't have a team or hasn't had a team for a long time, like Oklahoma, could be really, really good. Um for the franchise and for the owners, uh, LA already has a team, so I don't think they'd be missing out on anything. I don't think that. I also think that coming out of San Diego wasn't a great move. Um, yeah, uh, I just I, mean, I don't see why you came out of San Diego. Like, what did you benefit from going to LA? And well, what they, would you they, what would you lose from going to a small market area like OKC? They, I mean, you. So teams move because the fan base isn't there. And this, the city wants too much of the team, um, whether it be uh, stadiums, like wanting to build a new stadium, yeah. or whatever the case may be. Um, so teams move. Um, but I still don't think that the Chargers have a home. I don't think that they really ever had a home in San Diego. The fan base was, uh, even on their like, years where they were all based off for of, playoffs. It was all based off of Ladadian really Tomlinson in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, LT's years, that's when they have, like, a decent fan base um, because people came to see him play. Um, but you get rid of him, and there's nobody on that team where people are like, man, he's the best. I want to go watch him play. Um, so I think that played a part. Uh, and they haven't had that I th- time. I think that they're, they're, like, the perfect team. to like, if you're trying to expand – into Europe or something. They're like or that Canada. perfect team that doesn't have a fan base right now, or Canada, um, where they could go up and play. So, and I'm just going to go with another NBA reference because that's what I'm more accustomed to in terms of, like, city changing. Uh, I think that you would be, and I, I'll have to look it up because I'm not totally sure on why this ever happened. But in what manner or world would the Supersonics leave Seattle only to come back in OKC? But so this is the the Supersonics were loved. They had just fantastic teams like uh, Durant was drafted as a uh, Supersonic and uh, the 
in a really bad era, but the Gary Payton supersonics were like the shit. Like they were the, the Phoenix suns of their era, like a blast to fucking watch. And then they moved to Oklahoma, which makes no sense when you're like, dude, Seattle fucking loved you. Like the fan base loved you. The fan base has tried to get you back there, but Oklahoma city has been a perfect fucking home for them. Like they have been absolutely amazingly received in a place like that. And I think that there are plenty of regions or areas of the states that are just totally missing out on a team. I'm not saying I think, it would I think work. That most, but like so the Montana, most, Idaho, Dakotas, Wyoming area has nothing. Most uh, sports and then like are the, trying the to South has ex- nothing. Most most sports are trying to go international. Even basketball is like playing games in China and Asia and stuff to where they're trying to build up their fan base there. South America. Um, I don't think that yeah. they'll I don't think they'll ever play there, like have a team based out of there. But you have um, not even in the baseball. goddamn American Football League. They won't. <laughs> baseball, baseball has Canadian teams. Hockey has can- uh, Canadian teams. Even baseball is playing games in London right now. The, the NFL has been Canadian trying teams. to expand into uh, Mexico and London now. So I think that's something that, like, some of these leagues, so um, ten, what? twenty years down the line, you may have like. Expansion teams, teams. Europe or something, yeah. What do you think keeps the NFL out of Canada? Do you think it's strictly the CFL, or do you think that the the price just isn't right to go up there? Uh, because no, the so Raptors, the, the Raptors CFL, have I... a fantastic fan base. I and for Toronto, it's the Maple Leafs, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know about baseball's fan base. I know who it is, but the the Raptors have a fantastic fan base and have for quite some time. Yeah, Obviously, they have a base up there too i think what keeps the nfl from canada is that they have their own version of football even if it's not as popular up there um they have their own version of football plus anywhere that johnny manziel can play i don't want to watch that's stupid plus outside of the toronto's baseball field and maybe like one or two soccer stadiums that canada has i don't think that they have a stadium like ready to go um, like they do in other countries. Um, Damn. So you would have to pick, you would have to pick one of those like cities that has uh, a soccer stadium, Vancouver, Toronto, one of those places. Yeah. So you say that and I didn't, I didn't think about it until you said that those would be some cold fucking games. No. And I love, like, I love watching cold football, snowy football, like the <sighs> Packers and, uh, panthers this last week do you um, remember um the eagles played a game i think it was at metlife probably like five years ago now mccoy was still the running back there so it was before chip kelly came and fucked everything up uh but they no i think it was eagles lions maybe in philly and they had like fucking 16 inches of snow i don't i'm not a huge fan of like these freezing cold weather games but it was just like that game was a blast to watch because of how much was yeah. on the field. Buffalo, uh, Buffalo always has like really good snowy football. Packers usually have like one game every couple of years that's like really good snowy football. Yeah. My favorite game, um, at least my fl- favorite playoff game ever, will always be uh, the Patriots and the Raiders, Raiders. playing snow. That was a good one, except for the tuck roll, because that was bullshit. He fumbled that shit. <laughs> um, but all right. But yeah, so 
before we get way off topic, um, too late. We we both have the Chiefs. Uh, Ryan has the Chargers. Ryan's super wrong on this one. Super um, wrong. Is is there anything else that we want to talk about, Ryan? Um, no, we can just we can just close it out there. Uh, I mean. I just I, I I feel like it'll be around twenty something points on either side for the the Chiefs Kansas City. Yeah, I can see that. I don't think the Chiefs defense is that great, uh, yeah. but we will. I think that they have the spread here pretty pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we will update you guys with the winner of this week's pickums. Uh, I started listening to the last few to go and double back and get me in Nick's pickums. I haven't finished. Uh, we'll get that in. We'll assume that Ryan is wrong on all of those, so he starts out at like a six-week disadvantage. Fuck you. And we'll see who wins at the end of the year. <laughs> um, but as always, thank you for listening. We'll probably start doing pick separate from the overall cast. Uh, but thank you for listening. You guys? All right. See you guys uh, next week for pick